Stands are evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have The Clown, the Paint, and the Circus. This one's by Elliot Cowling on creepypasta.wiki. Uh, this is actually a prequel to a story that was written beforehand, uh, The Clown, the Paint, and the Turbines. Uh, Turbines was posted in August 2013. The Circus came out in June of 2014. But this is a prequel, or suppose, according to the, the, the wiki entry, this was the prequel to that previous story. So why didn't we do the previous story? This because one comes this first is, chronologically. Chronologically but in the narrative. Chronologically, the other one came first. And by doing it this way, we're missing the aha moment of a prequel. Like, oh, that mixes in with yes, that. Yes, but we'll get that when we read the next one, which is in the cr- chronologically in the, in the story's timeline. It's like what we're doing. It's like what we were doing with uh, in torment. It would be backwards. Yeah. Instead of getting ahas, we'll be getting ha ahs. Yes, clearly. Yeah. yeah. Ah, so that's where that comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like because like when I found this, I was I found oh it's a prequel, and then I looked a little bit deeper as we were like doing the episode like for the episode, I was like oh that one's actually first. But I mean again, it's somewhere at the it's top intended. of the page. Yeah, it, it, that it, this is a prequel, and it's intended. Yeah, Did like, you not it see seems that? like it's intended yeah. to be a prequel to read that one, uh, and then we'll read that one after. Yeah. Because... yeah, but the main thing with prequels is that you're supposed to read the original one first. Because I disagree with you, or or, or, or maybe uh, disagree with you. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know Dog by now. No. Uh, it's like the Star Wars movies. You're gonna watch the prequels if you were to go back and watch them completely fresh. Without any thought process, would you watch the prequels first? If they were out, when if I had no like acts, if I had no um, like if I'd never seen Star Wars mm-hmm. and all of them were out, including the prequels, I'd go see the prequel. I'd see the prequels first because that's that right. Was... I disagree with you. Okay. I'd watch the original trilogy, then the prequels. But I'm going to disagree with I... both of you because <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently a good way to do it is you watch episode. I think oh. one and two, and then you do uh, the original. No, no, no. No, you do the first original. Yeah, so it's episode four, which is A New Hope, the first one. The first one that came out. And then you watch uh, and then you watch Empire Strikes Back, which is the second one. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the reveal is that, like, I'm your father. And then, and then you, you go, go back in time two. to yeah. one and two. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. So you still have to go back to the originals. Before you watch so the basically, we all have a different opinion on this, but I, since I'm the one who's the producer of this show, <laughs> ours will be edited out and you will win. <laughs> no, no, I mean, because, because I'm the producer of the show, this is what I've scheduled for the episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is when Ma- Mikey uh, reveals that he's uh, actually read the uh, turbines and he expects us to just <laughs> go and read it now and yeah, watch totally. thoughts. Yep. To which I say, damn you, sir, and may you rot in hell. <laughs> So evil. <laughs> um, but anyway, back on track. Uh, so we're going to do this one. Uh, the Clown, the Paint, and the Circus. And then we'll do that one probably next month or something. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm guessing. I don't know. I don't make up the rules, even though I just Let's said just I did. Let's just go! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the rundown. So this kid named Ryan 
uh, hates clowns and circuses, uh, but his lo- younger brother uh, doesn't. And when the circus appears, seemingly overnight, out in the field next to another field with some wind turbines, and begins advertising that it's open, the, the parents take the uh, take both kids, much to the chagrin of Ryan. Uh, Ryan is forced to go, and when his or when the big show starts, uh, he has to watch his big or his younger brother. As parents are aren't allowed in the tent or like in the big top, like for the show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, the show is pretty standard circus stuff: tigers hop, jumping through rings, elephants marching, and a beautiful woman named Melody who sings very well. Uh, until the ringmaster brings Ryan's parents out on stage, um, and they appear to be forcibly smiling, uh, like they're they're doing this against their will, and they're like smiling like to keep up the act. Um, and when given the chance, uh, the mom tells Ryan and his brother to run away. Uh, they are chased out of the tent, but then go around back to a shack that's connecting to the tent to try and find their parents. And this is a point where Ryan gets knocked out. Uh, he wakes up in a cage with a dead, decaying tiger. Um, he manages to break the out. The tiger's not in the cage with him. Was it not? I thought it was in the, in the, on the other side of the cage, just like decomposing. I thought it was in the cage across from him. Okay. It might, I, I thought I could be yeah. wrong. Either way, continue. Yeah. Um, he manages to break out, avoiding a large figure dragging someone, um, presumably to their death. Uh, but when he runs out into the now empty circus area, like the, the field area, uh, he is summoned back by the rather big, intimidating clown um, that seems to be running the show. Um, he follows for some reason and is brought back into the circus. Inside the Big Top, which is also the name of the the clown, uh, the clown and Melody are torturing and killing people, stringing them up in the ceiling area on hooks and draining the blood from them in pots and buckets uh, to paint the circus's interior, like the posts and stuff like that, Like because uh, the clown seems to have some kind of obsession with red and blood. Big Top uh, forces Ryan to paint the blood on the posts with Melody's help, um... Eventually, Big Top brings out Ryan's brother. Uh, trying to protect his bro, he resists Big Top's commands, and as does Melody, who grabs the knife and threatens Big Top, uh, telling the kids to run yet again. Um, she throws a lighter down and sets the circus aflame. Uh, she then joins the kids as they run away into the field next to the circus, the, uh, the one with the turbines. There are... All the other kids in the field that were in the circus prior, um, all seeming to be like traumatized or scared or not sure what to do, and the group manages to get them to run with them. Eventually, Big Top catches up, and Melody steps in and distracts Big Top by cutting herself and showing her, uh, him blood. Uh, she then dabs the blood on Ryan, and I believe his younger brother, um, as like kind of like, oh, like he can't get you now that like you've been smeared. She with starts blood. painting all the children. Yeah, all the children with the blood, and Big Top can't do anything. Um, because he loves the sight of blood and sm- the sight and smell of blood, so he's like distracted in some way from of that, or he's distracted by his obsession. Uh, Melody stabs Big Top, and as he falls to the ground dead, Ryan also falls to the ground. We then cut to a police report uh, re- regarding the grisly scene and aftermath. Uh, Ryan seems a bit traumatized by the events, and with no with their parents missing slash dead, uh, Melody takes custody for the time being. Uh, apparently, she was being blackmailed into helping Big Top this whole time. Uh, 
That night, police are called to their home and, Ryan, and find Ryan missing, having killed his younger brother, but left Melody alive. Ryan is still on the loose, and it is revealed that no clown body was found out in the field. And that's about the gist of the story. So, uh, I suppose on to everyone's favorite segment. Everyone tolerates the Grand Inquisitions! At this point. So, on to... Uh, I'm just going to go with this one here. I never liked the circus. Not for any particular reason. I just wasn't a fan of all that theatrical side of things. My little brother, however, was a huge fan of the circus. It had taken up permanent residence around five miles outside of our town. It was, in fact, the opening day of the circus. Advertisements seemed to have appeared from nowhere. It was situated within a large cut-down field, next to another field full of wind turbines. Okay. I was going to say, I'm just going to read the story. <laughs> no, there's a, there was a point to me reading that entire paragraph. Um, this might be leeching onto Mikey's It stories, but I had to read that because we have a bunch of pertinent information, but it's all laid out kind of disjointed to me. Like It's almost like it's it was just, written down in jot form, yeah. and then it was just put into a paragraph. Exactly. So this is how I kind of like restructured it to work. Uh, I never liked the circus, though not for any particular reason. I wasn't much of a fan for those things theatrical. My little brother, however, was a huge fan of the circus. So when advertisements began appearing uh, for one, seemingly out of the blue, it was all he talked about. The circus in question had taken up permanent residence about five miles out of town in a large cut-down field next to the field with all the wind turbines. According to those adverts... Today was the opening day for the circus. And that's basically how I like just just like to me it, it, the the previous one was kind of just too disjointed and like too job form like we said. Uh, yeah. and I think mine makes it like read a little bit more smoothly. Yes. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. this is in the mind of a 17-year-old. Yeah. So they may not think in perfect proper sentences. That's fair, such. but None of that was dialogue, technically. Well, it's all this kid's thoughts. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if okay, then we'll just throw my grammar positions right. Oh up. yeah, <laughs> no, 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 I get you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I, just my suggestion for it because, like, when I was reading, that, I was like, ah, that ah, like, I mean, you, you've got all the information there, but yes, that was kind of a little bit of a strain to read for me, even for me. I agree. <laughs> so, I do have one thing to add on to that, which is in my notes. What's kind of a grammar thing, anyways. Mm. He says, um, I never liked the circus, not for any particular reason. I just wasn't a fan of all the theatrical side of things. It sounds like a particular reason to me. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> not for any particular reason, aside from this particular reason that I say Except immediately after. reason that, like, I just don't like theatrical things. Which sounds like a particular reason. Yeah. Also, he must be fun at parties. Why? Because he doesn't like theatrical things. So, like, doesn't like being, like, flary or, like, flamboyant or fancy. I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> um, so, my parents... Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just reading it like I would be reading it. Actually, that's probably how you should read this. Uh, so, my parents gave in to my brother's constant whining, and we went out around one in the afternoon to the circus. I, I, I believe that um, like my parents finally gave in to my brother's constant warning, because it's just like... So my parents gave in to the, like, it's just like, they just laid down and died. <laughs> like, laid down and took the, uh, took the whining and just decided, like, oh, fine, we'll take you. Like, I think it, it would have been more like, uh, again, more, 
um, dynamic. If they find, like, after so much whining, like, fine, we'll take you to the to the circus. Unless they regularly, immediately give in to his demands. Yeah, but so it's just claimed. But it's it's not said one way or another. Like, he just could just be like, I want to go to the circus. And they're like, okay, yeah. Then that means they they didn't finally give into it. They just immediately give into it. Yeah, Which so is how, was, how I got it, essentially. They just kind of give the kid whatever he wants when he whines. Yeah, and that's fine. Um, although I think that would actually be a really interesting dynamic, uh, like some tension, like if that had been tackled a little bit later in the story, where like, does he leave his brother to die? Or does he not? Wow. <laughs> like, no, like, it's like all big brothers have, or like all siblings kind of have that. Like, your, your younger sibling, like, pisses you off enough. You're like... How you could die right now and that'd be fine. Yeah, yeah, well, some people, a lot, like, I don't know, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, I've had that moment where it was, like, just, like, a temporary, like, thought where it's, like, where I'm just really pissed at my, my siblings. And I'm just, like, like, in, in childhood and stuff like that, where it's just, like, I don't know, like, I really hate you right now. <laughs> like, the only thing keeping us to, like, keeping me from, like, not just abandoning you is the familial bond. Jeez. <laughs> Does that make me a sociopath? <laughs> That might make me a sociopath. Review the cultist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, uh, so moving on to the next one here. Um, Big Top's terrific circus. It's so fun that even your parents won't want to leave. Uh, okay, so there's a bit of a nitpick. I, I think terrific circus in that in that little like label should be capitalized as well. Big Tops is his name, but Terrific Circus is not just a descriptor. It also seems to be the name of the place. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it should have also been capitalized. Yeah. If it is, yes. Yeah. Unless well, it's, it's just Big saying... Tops Terrific Circus! Exclamation point. So it's like it, it kind of denotes that it is the name of the place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of just a nitpick on like the, the capitalization mm-hmm. for like titling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and moving on to the next one. Um, right? Well, that clown doesn't know me at all, and this is this is a um, uh, this is a thought that the character is having in the story. In regards I, to that sentence that you read, exactly before. yes. So, I feel like um, you could use brackets or like even singular quotations, um, as they do later in the story for these similar kind of like thought processes that the character has. To help differentiate thoughts the character is having uh, in the moments of, st- of the story, like separate it from like the regular like narrative. Yeah, because as, as it is, like I mean, he does use it later on in the story, like uh, singular quotations to like di- uh, differentiate a thought process versus a speech or just the regular like you know the writing process. Which again, technically, all of this is being uh, is basically being told to us from the mind of the character, like the thoughts of the character. Mm-hmm. But this was what they were thinking at that moment. So, just to help differentiate that, again, brackets or single quotations yeah. will help. And my next one. After we parked up, my brother jumped out of the car and ran towards the cotton candy stall. I think you need to remove up and, or like, the, the up after the parked there. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, like, I don't feel like you need it. As well, maybe replace it with com- with a comma. Because as I read that, it was like, after we parked up, my brother, <laughs> and then it was like, like, jumped out of the car. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like they're all riding piggyback on the brother, so. Yeah, like, it would be like, after we parked, comma, my brother jumped out of the car and ran towards the cotton candy stall. Like, that makes so yeah. much better. 
Mm. Well, um, no, it's actually punishment. So it's like, well, you want to go to the circus so bad, you got to give us piggyback rides all the way there. Yeah, yeah. all also, of us. Also, <laughs> at the same time. Um, this one might be a little bit more nitpicky on this, but like when the brother jumps out the car, um, yeah. like maybe out of, out of the car. Yeah. Just to give that a little bit. Yeah. Um, my next one here. He is five years old, so what should I expect? I feel like, it, like up until this point, everything's been past tense except for this. So maybe use was. Yeah, like he was five years old. So what should I expect? Uh, just to keep the the past tense, because like he's recalling. He's also thinking this in the moment. Uh, yeah, he it is, is, but it's also a recollection. So like it's part of the like it's the issue with this like narrative. Like it needs to be. If that was the case, then your um right. Well, that clown doesn't know me. Yeah, should have changed no. as well. Yeah, or that one, or this one should have had. Like singular quotes, so like to show that this was a thought process in the moment, not in the narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because there is. Are you, is that what you're reacting to? Yeah. Okay. It's like a chipmunk or something yeah. outside. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just there's there there's an issue in the story with like the thought processes that are going on as you as he's narrating the story versus the thought processes that are happening in the story itself at certain moments. Um, but moving on. My dad kind of forced me into it to keep him company. Again, <laughs> a nitpick. I, I know that it's it, it's technically in dialogue, but like kinda, it should be like kind of, or just my dad, or, or or even just my dad. Yeah, no, no, it's not. It, it's again, like I mean, like the narrative is technically a thought for like thought recollection kind of thing. Oh. But I still believe that it should actually even not don't need the kinda. It should just be my dad forced me into. It, uh, my dad forced me into it to keep my to keep him company, mm-hmm. like just like tell like didn't just kinda he did yeah <laughs> like be a little mm-hmm. bit more assertive there unless he was being like passive aggressive with it it's like maybe well, you should. know you could just let him go in there by himself and let him get killed by a clown Honestly, that, then that would be a good opportunity <laughs> to actually have the dad talk yeah yeah like just have like a little mm-hmm. a bit of dialogue there the dad is um, mute he yeah he communicates specifically through <laughs> telepathy and screams <laughs> and that possibly is. later possibly um. And then this one's kind of silly. It was the ringmaster. Uh, perhaps he or even they, rather than it. Though maybe it's also maybe the maybe the ringmaster is actually just a construct created by the by uh, Mister Big Top. So who knows? <laughs> just because they use it, like like it will it was the ringmaster. Like the ringmaster is a person on yeah, stage. Yeah, but it's also not it. <laughs> it's also describing him like a noun, like. As a person, then they could have used like they, like they were the ringmaster, or he was the ringmaster. Honestly, it sounds weirder when you say they, at least in my mind. Mm-hmm. Well, it just like there's like, this dude over. It's a gender neutral like pronoun, so so is it? It I don't know. Like I, when I when I when I think of it, I think honestly like objects more than like people. <laughs> like when it's used as a description, it always comes off wrong to me to use. Yeah. They just seems weird when you're. For me, they it's always like sounds plural. Hmm? They oh, always okay. sounds plural. Yeah, but plural's not. But that's also not the case anymore because, well, say it with me. I hate. Come on, <laughs> I hate uh, politics. <laughs> I hate English language. Oh yeah, that's it. I hate religion. <laughs> I'm just move right on. Just gonna, I hate everything. I hate. All right, though, I Lewis. hate Canada. <laughs> You know what, Lewis? For once, I agree. How dare you? <laughs> <clears throat> or is it Fra- 
Francis. It was Lewis was the guy who says that. You know, for what's Francis? We agree. Yes, unless he's talking to himself. Please. Yeah. Anyway, back to the story at hand. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I welcome you to Big Top's Terrific Circus. I feel like you should remove the two between welcome and you. Like, welcome, I welcome you to Big Top's Terrific Circus. Like it says, I welcome to you to Big Top's ter- Terrific two Circus. Twos. Also, slight nitpick again. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just lounging in the nitpick nook today, apparently. Yeah, you just own it. <clears throat> uh, Maybe remove uh, ladies and gentlemen, since it's just boys and girls in the in the show. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> or, or or ladies and gentlemen, just like you know, like to be more like fancy, to, like make the kids think feel more grown up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just yeah, no one to pick there. Um, my next one here. Uh, it looked like I was the oldest person there too, uh, and so that two at the end there. Is just a singular O two. Don't you like? Isn't the double O two to be like uh, like? Oh, it was here too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So. should be a double O. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I was gonna go there. On to the next one. <laughs> um, the crowd went quiet. Oh no no! <laughs> yeah, I fixed it. <laughs> yeah, I love those. <laughs> the crowd went quiet. And the ringmaster gave my mother a microphone. Uh, I believe we want quiet, not quite. Mm-hmm. Or quite quiet. Mm, quite quiet, yes. Um, on to the next one. I'd like to say to my sons, if I may, get out of here now. The reason I, I, I read it like that is because I feel like an exclamation point at the end would be a little bit better. Like, get out of here now! <laughs> like... Unless you're trying to play it off, like, like to just oh, say normal maybe. things. Yeah, try and, like... Like, you know, you should probably get out of here anyways. Have a good time, kids. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Mom like and Daddy love you. Yeah. yeah. We're never seeing you again. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I just feel like an exclamation point might have been better, but, like, I I, I will take your, uh, your suggestion that uh, she was actually trying to, like, she was saying it that way to try and, like, be inconspicuous. Yeah. Although it it doesn't it doesn't work yeah. when when the kids start running away. Yeah. Um. All right. So this is the dialogue like right before uh, Ryan gets knocked out. What I think we should is and knocked out. Uh, I know it's dialogue, but add do between should and is. So like I think we should. Or well. Yeah, what I think we should do is... And then he gets knocked out. Like, there's no do in between should and is. Like, it's just like, I think what we should do... Like, or even that, like, I think what we should do... do yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Like, it hit there. Like, not even, like, prolonging that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know it's dialogue. Again, I'm in the nitpick nook really hard today. It's fine. Just ugh, all over this, this couch. I love it. What am I next... Uh, uh, I looked at the cage door. I noticed the lock. It looked rather rusty. Okay, this has happened a few times in the story. I think some of these shorter, almost jot form sentences should be combined to read a little mm-hmm. bit more, um, like, mm-hmm. just be a little bit more lo- lengthier. Like, they mm-hmm. don't, don't need to have such jot form like, sentences. Mm-hmm. Um, 
My next one. Stop this, please. Ah, it hurts. Please stop. Don't be so loud, please. I thought you had a headache anyway. Ah! I feel a description of the scream would be better than actually sh than actually having it in the dialogue. Um, as it can sometimes come off a little goofy when you have ah in dialogue. <laughs> like, I, like I think it would just be a little bit stronger if it was like, stop, stop this, please. Um, then like blood curdling screams. Mm -hmm. uh, please, it hurts. Stop. And then like, oh, like, don't you have a headache anyway? And then like, have like, the last one just be like a descriptor of like the scream was uh, uh, like chilled me to uh, every, each scream that uh, that came out of her mouth uh, like chilled me to the bone kind of thing. Yeah, because like reading a scream, yeah, is never ah! going to be as good. Yeah, it'll sound like Wilhelm. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> any scream you read is not going to be as good as what your mind just creates. Exactly, and if you yeah. give a descriptor, that helps like your mind come up with your the scariest scream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and my next one. Oh, your head does look vile, doesn't it? I believe it's oh, your head lo does look vile, doesn't it? Yes. Um, my next one. The piano stopped playing for uh, about thirty seconds. Then it continued. I believe you need to remove that first that that a or that ah. <laughs> so it's the piano stopped playing for a bit thirty seconds. Or I keep wanting to say a bit. Nailed it. I keep wanting to say a bit because it's like a separate a there. But yeah, uh, the piano stopped playing for about thirty seconds. Then it mm -hmm. continued. Uh, or a bat for our American or a bat. listeners. Yeah, not a bat, not a boot. <laughs> boot bat. We're Canadian guys. Uh, next one here. We're almost. We're almost done. My. Are you sure? Yeah, we're almost done. This. I retched after I saw what was there, and as I did so, Big grabbed my collar of my shirt. Big grabbed my collar of my shirt and pulled me back up. I think you want big crabbed the collar of my shirt, not no. my collar of my shirt. Because I, I almost thought I was like, was like I grabbed my collarbone. <laughs> or just grab my collar. Yeah, that would work too. Like, no, I don't even need the, the shirt because like, yeah, collar. Well, you need the shirt because the collar yeah. is on the shirt. I know, but you don't have, you don't need the shirt or, like, I meant, or I my meant, collar or my shirt collar. Even. I, I meant the character needed the shirt to have a collar. <sighs> okay. You're but sorry. You, but yes. sorry, you're trying to be funny. It failed. <laughs> yes, I know. I do that all the time. I know. That's my greatest power. <laughs> Dad jokes? Yes. That's my, that's my superpower. Or the, that's, my, uh, that's my secret. I'm always dad joking. <laughs> that's my secret. I'm never funny. <laughs> Aww. It's fine. Yeah. And my final one, which I'm going off on a high note. They both gawped at me with threatening eyes. Gop. Verb. Stare openly in a stupid or rude manner. What are you gopping at? Huh, I learned something today. Yeah. Apparently, it's a British term, so I suppose this is likely set in the UK. And actually, there are other hints in the story that kind of allude to that. Like colors? Um, uh, and also the location of where uh, where the person went missing into. Like, uh, at the very end of the story in the police report, it mentions a place, and I googled it, and that place is in, like, southern UK. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, and that is my grammar inquisitions. <laughs> so... Mikey, the East Ends for Evil. What do you got? I uh, have a couple front ends. Ooh. Uh, conjunction, junction? Uh, yeah, I guess we can add the butt to it. <laughs> 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 
And now, a conjunction junction with a helping of an it story. Take it away. And so began my night at the circus. And so did I. But it wasn't just a standard cloud. It had taken up permanent residence around five miles outside of our town. It was, in fact, the opening day of the circus. It was situated within a large cut-down field next to another field full of wind turbines. It's so fun that even your parents won't want to leave. It seemed like every ride here was turned up a notch to intentionally make the children spew candy and chocolate all over each other. It was around 3 p.m. now, and my mom called me over to tell me that the show was about to start, and that I had to accompany my brother to it because it was a kids-only show. It seemed like half an hour before the thing started. It was the ringmaster. It looked like I was the oldest person there, too. It seemed to trail down her back. It had turned off because it was out of battery. It was rectangular-shaped with a tin roof. It was a violent throbbing right on the top of my head. It was night. It had been mutilated from head to paw. It looked rather rusty. It stood there for a good minute or two, and then walked back the direction it came. It saw me instantly. It was a clown. It was the one on the sign outside of the circus. It was pouring out of him like a fountain. It was a slaughterhouse. It couldn't be him. It was right in front of us. It had reached the tent. It read, I didn't need him anyway. It is still unknown how the circus appeared and how the advertisements were placed around the town overnight. So that entire time, like especially right at the end, like at the beginning <laughs> where you transitioned from the... I'm going to actually remove the, uh, the, the, the break between and and it story, mm-hmm. because it almost works perfectly for this, because, like, <clears throat> I, the whole time, it's basically, I was envisioning, like, like it actually, <clears throat> the it story and the answer almost form, like, start for, starts coalescing an actual story about a clown toy that, like, duplicates and rips out of somebody's chest <laughs> at a certain point, and then starts, like, and just massacres a, a circus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, no, the way that I was reading it is um, when he was saying like something was going down her back and then it was a uh, something with a tin roof. Yeah. So like I was imagining some like robotic rusty snake that like came down her back and like stood up and it was the clown. Yeah, like, it had the face <laughs> oh, of the God. clown. So it's basically just demonic toys. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Because demonic toys has like a has a clown snake monster. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I got a question um, for like future ga- future like podcast uh, like layout stuff. Should we have you do the it story before I do a rundown, <laughs> just to see how it correlates to like the actual like context of a, of a narrative of a rundown? Like here here's a, here's the it story, 
uh, as it's like out of context correlates to the the entire story, and then here's the context. <laughs> like just as like if a, it's a long enough it's story to warrant that. Yeah, yeah. just as like Maybe. a just as like yeah. a thing. Um, if you, the audience out there, uh, would like to see this, uh, please let us know, uh, and we will go by that when the time comes. Like when, mm-hmm. if we get any notification or anything like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else for grammar positions? Uh, no, you hit all the ones that I had. Nice. I think you hit one of the ones I had. Oh. <clears throat> and pretty much all the other ones I didn't have, obviously. Yeah. Alright, so this first one's in his own thoughts, but whatever. We've already accepted, yeah, we we've that. deemed that acceptable. Yeah. yeah. Um The quote is what show? Oh, that show, the one where people fly out of cannons and all that rubbish, I thought. Sorry, I corrected that. Uh, the one where people fly out cannons and all that rubbish. Oh. There yeah. was a missing of. Yeah. Flying out of cannons. Fly out cannons. <laughs> <laughs> Not just envisioning cannons with wings. Yeah. Just, yeah, totally. The crowd would wake me up, so there was really no halfway, just grin and bear it. And um, this is just the, the first... Um, instance of single quotes and me going, woo, single quotes. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. right? However, they did italic previously and they did <sighs> nothing previous to that so I there's know. no consistency. Yeah, exactly. That, that, I'd rather that, have consistent italics than nothing than, at all. Than, than mixed match of yeah. stuff I like and don't like and, and confused mm-hmm. by, you know? Yeah, because again, like, it helps, like, keep you reading and, like, not wondering, like, why is this italics? Why is this single quotes? And why is this just nothing? Yeah, because if you don't know the proper format, then you read the sentence like, oh, right, that was in his thoughts. And okay, so you have to go back. And I hate going back. Yeah, I know. Yeah. My back space. Everyone knows. You yeah. hate going back. Hello. Yeah. You can't go back to the future. Um, and there was a lot of bolded text, too, that yeah, I, I didn't even notice on mobile when I read it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I did actually. I, I went through a couple. Actually, the first time I, uh, I was doing this, I actually went back. Um, to the actual website, not just my Google Docs, mm. to see to make sure that like that that one uh, instance of like thoughts was not like in italics or something like that because the way the thing formats. Um, yeah. And then the next one, below it was a long rug or carpet of sorts that spread it it in all different directions. One of them led to me. I noticed that they were colored red. I'm sorry. <laughs> Blow it. <laughs> Is that the issue? What the the beginning of that sentence. Below it. Oh, I thought you said blow it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Blow it was long rug. That, that's, what, that's what I was like, did I miss a horrible no, typo? No, okay. no. Be- below it. Um, but the reason I bring this up is because saying specifically that it's colored red it hits a bit blunt. That yeah. is super important. So as soon as I read that, I'm like, it's blunt. Yeah. Like, honestly, the smell was enough. Kind of for me. Even anyway. just like... Well, he hasn't even had the co- the smell yet. Oh, okay, okay sorry. It's yeah. just he saw a red carpet. He's like, it was colored red. Yeah. Where it Wait, would be. Wait, did more- it say it ha- there was a red carpet and then it was also colored? No. Red? Okay. <laughs> so it, it did not double down on it, okay. but still, it did very bluntly say, "I noticed that it was red." Yeah. No. Like he took mental note. This is important, you know. But a more subtle way to go would be below it was a long red rug or carpet of sorts that spread out in all different directions. One of them led to me. Yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. And that puts it all into one sentence as well. Yeah. And my last one. Uh, oh, you did this one, actually. Oh, <laughs> Never mind. All right. This was uh, the um, the mother 
Maybe if she kept quite like the yeah. other adults. Yep. Oh, they did it again? <laughs> oh, did I, did I miss the first one, but yeah. I got the second yeah, one? Yeah, because the kids were quiet. Yeah, this one was maybe so your mother shouldn't have informed you to get out. Maybe if she kept quiet like the other adults oh, I, I had one. taken. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that one's, yeah. Mm. All right, fair enough. Uh, on to the actual thoughts then. Um, let's hear it for Jane and Andy Jones. Yeah, yeah. The audience, the audience did oh. not. Oh, the audience did not applaud. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> they, cha- they chatted among themselves, intrigued by uh, what had just occurred. And I gotta say, I'm with the audience. At this point in the story, like in the sequence, I was genuinely it genuinely heightened the my interest in the story as to what was going on. Like, why are the parents on stage now? Suddenly? Yeah. Like. I really wasn't sure where the story was going when it was in the circus, or when they were going to the circus. And then this part, I was like, "That's okay, where it kind of starts." All right, let's, let's, all right. Like, like, I got up a little bit, like, wasn't just lounging. I was like, "All right, let's see. I'm near, not not at the edge of my seat, but like, ready to get to the edge of my seat." Mm-hmm. Um, next one here, though. I looked to where he was pointing. Joined onto the main tent was a wooden exterior. It was rectangular shaped with a tin roof. We wandered over, and I proceeded to knock on the door. Hello? Excuse me, we're looking for our parents. Hello? Really? After what had happened previous, where your mom tells you to run, get away, you leave the tent, go around, she notice this tent, and like start knocking on the door, asking where your parents are. It's like, I would have... Uh, the kids! I understand. <laughs> but he's 17. He's not, he, he, he's, a, and he's, okay, I guess you could go with, like, oh, counter with, he's a dumb teenager, but at the same time, like, I'm surprised he didn't, like, try and, like, sneak in and find his parents first, not mm-hmm. just knock on the door. Like, knocking on the door is what his brother would have done. Yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. Ryan. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, so that was just like, really? You, you just did that? <laughs> like, you escaped, and then you just walked back in, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this is regarding the, uh, the dead decomposing tiger in the cage, which um, was in the cage. I reread yeah. it. It was on the uh, other side of the cage. I read that as on the other side of the room. There was another cage with a, a tiger in it. Yeah. Uh, tied around its neck was a piece of string with a note attached. The note read needs to be darker. Needs more edge. <laughs> Wait. Also, it actually doesn't make sense. Like why it needs to be darker. Like the blood needs to be darker or something like that because the clown's obsessed with blood. Yes. In hindsight. Yeah. But yeah, like as soon as I saw that, I was like, <laughs> uh, it's pretty dark and gritty right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then my next one here. My child, what are you doing? I thought you were locked up. Oh, well, come here at once, it demanded. I, so, and this is like, the other like circus goer, like circus folk in this, uh, like are also very kind of like, have a, a genial politeness to them. Mm-hmm. Like a calm, the almost British, feigning, so. almost feigning concern. Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like this concern, like this feigning of like concern and like that kind of demeanor uh, amidst their hor- horrific acts and actions. Uh, I, for me, it worked really well, like as a creepy factor, mm-hmm. um, because it shows uh, a bit of their disconnect from the grisly reality that they are imposing on their victims. Like, like, oh, stop screaming! Don't, didn't you just say you had a headache? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like someone just put on some sunglasses. For the audience, I was trying to do the Wilhelm scream. Oh, <laughs> it's a very hot, like if I can do the Wilhelm scream, though, like I'm like I'm, jo- I'm, start- I'm done. Like, yeah, I, I've, made, I've ascended. <laughs> um, 
But on to my next one. Uh, Before the clown could go any further, Melody spun around, snatched the knife from his grasp, and threw it to the ground. She then spun around and shouted, Run, boys! Through there! Aw, yeah! I was kind of hoping Melody was going to be redeemed, because, like... I kind of liked like she they, they hint a little bit earlier that like she was like disgusted by the situation and stuff, so it was like I was really kind of hoping that like she'd actually like have some kind of a redemption or like some kind of like she, it kind of seemed like they were going to lean that way um, mm-hmm. in the narrative. And then regarding Melody saving them by pl- painting blood on them and then killing Big Top, um, there was a point in this story where I was really hoping there'd be some explanation as to the reason for the blood in the slaughterhouse in the circus. And we kind of get that, um, like an inkling of that, uh, with this, at least for, for some reason, big top loves the color and smell of blood. Then this moment happens. And while we still don't know why big is doing all this, it does strike a good narrative chord for, uh, for me as melody uses it against big at the end. Like it's almost like a, a it's almost, um, foreshadowing like how his demise yeah, by like all that, like he's like super obsessed with blood, and then blood is what does him in because yeah. they they use it against him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's something about her about Melody's whole situation and redemption arc in this that I really liked, and it like almost like there's a ray of hope and triumph in an otherwise surreal and nightmarish scenario. Um, the whole story actually sort of feels to me uh, like it was pulled or derived from a dream that the per- that the author might have had. Um, I know I've certainly had dreams slash nightmares that have similar narratives, um, like the ones I can recall and jot down upon waking anyway. Like I've had dreams where like I basically play out this kind of like a similar kind of story where like it starts off mundane, then something horrific happens and mm-hmm. then I escape and there's characters and like there's there's had, there's the surreal like imagery and, and like characters that are like helping me and like fight and like like fighting against me and stuff like that in that. And then I wake up, and if I remember those, I actually tend to like jot those down because I think those are good ideas for a story. Yeah. And this is kind of what this story feels like to a degree. It's like that kind of like dream logic um, storytelling. And then we get to the police statement. So I feel this is not written correctly. Um, there's parts that are a little too convenient to me. Um, it could have used a little work getting the police report feel right. Uh, like maybe read some, like I should check out some police reports and like see how they're structured and such. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably the weakest part of the story for me is the is the police report, uh, just because it kind of conveniently ties up a bunch of stuff. Like, and it it almost seems like it's doing it for the narrative, not because of a, a police officer is like jumping in onto the the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this uh, this moment here actually, or this uh, th- this is uh, another part, the very end of the report. Uh, after a thorough investigation, we found a stash of them in the middle of Colbury Woods. Well, that gives us a vague location as to where this is, uh, given the hints of, to the UK, uh, probably set in Colbury, Southampton, which is in the southern end of London, of England. Um, and then my last uh, actual thought. This is the next part of our investigation regarding the whereabouts of Ryan, jo- uh, Ryan Jones. Also, we could find no trace of a clown outside the circus. So as mentioned earlier, the story is a prequel to a story that was written first. And I haven't read that one, or I haven't really looked at that one so much. So I'm I'm just guessing here that Ryan is probably going to be the antagonist of the next one. 
And that this was like some sort of uh, origin story as to his like killer uh, mode. Hmm. Um, Maybe. But also, Big Top's gone. Big his Top- body wasn't there. So is it possible that he is still the killer and Ryan just got away, but his brother got killed, but he just ran? There's that. Or that um, Big Top was some kind of like supernatural thing and possessed Ryan. Because Ryan was really tra- like was like spouting traumatization, like yeah. some trauma um, during the report. So it almost kind of gets like that he was like tra- he was connect supernaturally connected somehow, or like maybe like psychically or something connected with uh, like to Big Top at, by, at the end. Because he even passes out at the same time that like uh, that oh, Big yeah, Top that's dies. True, yeah. So I'm almost wondering like like basically his mind transferred over or, or like the evil Probably. transferred over. But I also um, wouldn't hate it if it was a Terminator One situation. No, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like it was like a Kyle Reese thing. <laughs> No, like a Sarah Connor situation where she's sitting yeah. in an insane asylum and then this oh, monster's yeah. coming to get her. Yeah. That's basically what's happening right now. Um, but yeah, if that's if it's the case that like Ryan is the antagonist um, for me, uh, this actually is a pretty decent origin story for uh, for that kind of like subgenre of creepypasta, like the killer genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's certainly better than some. Mm-hmm. It looks off to something that I'm not going to map reference. <clears throat> Starts with a J and ends with a F. <laughs> right? Oh, okay. I, I was like, killer doesn't start, doesn't end with an F. <laughs> <laughs> My God. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh, and that's my actual thoughts until we go into final thoughts. So, uh, Mikey, what do you get? <sighs> wow, you gotta like warm up for this. Like, wanna go over to the, like, wanna go behind the couch and uh, just get some stretches in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. sorry. I'll start with a quote. You know that's going to be your uh, character on the title card. It's going to be leg warmers, <laughs> like the like uh, exercise band. Just like because <laughs> he stretched once. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens when I'm when, when I'm the producer and the artist? <laughs> Marcus kept bugging me to go on all the rides with him. So. <laughs> the, my issue with this so unrealistic <laughs> siblings asking to, be, to go on rides with, with their older siblings unreal I, table flipped let the demon talk around oh, <laughs> sorry alright so uh, I'm basing this off of my Canadian experience because I have been to a circus in Canada. Well, I mean, we are Canadian, or we are we are we were once part of the Commonwealth, so we're basically UK light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Diet UK, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, my experience with the circus in Canada mm-hmm. is that it was just the big top. Yeah. No, I'm. I think there are carnivals. Like, yeah, car- like they have a big top as well. Yeah. No, but this is just circus, and if it it said carnival. I would have been fine. You know what? Actually, I mean, like... Yeah, I've never actually been... I don't think I've actually ever been to, like, a traveling circus. But I feel like... Uh, again, from media I've uh, dig- I've digested, like, um, it does... I, I think there uh, there are, like, there are circuses that are called circuses mm-hmm. that are actually just moving carnivals mm-hmm. as well. So... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's really just a personal thing where... When I went to a circus, there was no rides, so the whole... It's just all the tent stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, the next quote here. Uh, there seemed to be a Calliope 
round every corner. Calliope. Calliope. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Sorry. But around every corner. I mean, there's already surreal imagery in this. That actually should have been the first red flag <laughs> that something weird was fucking up. That's what it seemed like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this guy also yeah. hates, like, this is also yeah. through, through the through the, the perspective of somebody who hates the circus. Yeah. So they yeah. could be, like, 500 feet apart, but just like, oh, there's another one. There's it's like saying there's a Tim Hortons on every, uh, every block of our, of our town. There is. When really, there's, it's every other block. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's not Tim Hortons every yeah. 40 feet. It's more like every 400 feet, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it would have been better if like they had a speaker system. It was like it, there was music blaring in yeah. like every corner, and it yeah. just the circus music or carnival music. Yeah, the calliope music just yeah. blaring through it. I figured mm-hmm. the the uh, calliope music was going to be going somewhere because of like how loud and persistent it was everywhere. Like it was going to be some. A part of like some indoctrination situation. Yeah, fair. Honestly, I, I mean, and also that could be it. Or honestly, could, I think it's just there as like um, set dressing. Because if I was, if this was being a TV show or something, like that, that would be like I like every like cl- like old horror like show of uh, like Are You Afraid of the Dark that has a circus, like where the characters are walking through a circus, they have that music playing in the background. Yeah, to kind of set the scene. <sighs> the horror. It's just the same guy on every corner. <laughs> oh god! So you just like yeah, it's like it's like some kind of weird glitch in reality. Yeah, like some kind of like weird like phantom thing. Yeah, it's the same guy. <laughs> just smiling, like grinning ear to ear, mm-hmm. just like doing the uh, the the what's it the uh, the the windmill guy from uh, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, where he's just like you got the crank going to like get the Clive music playing. Oh yeah, yeah. I've learned to play that on the Shaws quite well. Nice. <laughs> the Song of Storms. Yeah, nice. I got that. I got um, Saria's song. I have uh, Song of Time. <laughs> Those are actually the songs that I learned to play on a keyboard specifically. Like I actually learned how to use a keyboard specifically so I could like play Orgrave Time songs. Nice. But yeah, going back to this. Also, do you have? Does anybody have anything to say about the uh, the classical music that was playing? Uh, sort of. Because like, I my I, my one note on that is just. The fact that he knows specifically the name of it. I was going to argue that, but I was like, you know what? It's not said, but he could be uh, a music ma- like he could be really into music. He is seventeen years At old. At seventeen, with high school, as much edge as he has, you never know. <laughs> uh, actually, it might. Yeah, honestly, it might, it might help. Might, yeah, it might. It might be like because he's like so edgy and like kind of like. Uh, like no, hipstery kind of almost. Unfortunately, he's too prim and proper because he knocks on doors instead of sneaking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Not until shit gets real, they start trying to actually use like things to like lockpick. Lock mm-hmm. Doesn't he just hit the lock or something and it breaks? No, he's trying to pick it and it just breaks. Yeah, right. like the chain breaks from him like leaning on it, trying to to fix it. Essentially, yeah. it just breaks. Yeah. Although I did appreciate the um, the actually like giving us the titles of these songs because I you can actually just wiki up Wikipedia yeah. them up. That's how I found them. Like I looked them up. That's yeah, what I want, what I was gonna do, but I forgot to, was look that up and have it playing in the background while I'm reading. That would have been really good. Yeah. Actually, that that's a good. That's yeah, like mm-hmm. that is the way to do it. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, go back. All right, continue on, Mikey. Actually, before you continue, <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> but, but first, um. The the other part I had on that note about the uh, the song title is at this point I didn't know how it was going to end or nothing so I was thinking maybe he's writing this down quote unquote after the fact and after the fact 
he's looked up what the name of the song is. Yeah, that could be it too, yeah. But that's not it. Yeah. Again, I, I think it's it's plausible enough to sit, just think that the character like knows these songs because like maybe they are into music. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, next actual thought. Yes. Uh, so, at one point, uh, Big Top says to Ryan, uh, Now, don't worry, I don't hurt children. And then later, Ryan is thinking, I had no choice. I would die if I disobeyed him. He said he wouldn't hurt children. Yeah. Okay, that's maybe like... Yeah, but he was also planning to kill his brother. Yeah, that's... So he's a liar. Yeah, so he's a liar. Or maybe it should have been said, like, don't worry, I don't kill children. So, like, torture's still a thing. Torture's still a threat. Yeah. (laughs) You're gonna die. Don't worry, I don't kill children. You're gonna wish you died. (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) Just like that kind of thing. Now, if it's a debate... The, the clown had said to me, like, now don't worry, I don't hurt children. Like, okay, walk away. <laughs> yeah. Can I, have my, my, uh, can I, can I see my, uh, my, my brother, too? It's like, oh, yeah, sure, here you go. Thanks. Bye, children. <laughs> Hello, children. Uh, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> hope you don't mind ha- being orphans. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it would have been really cool if, like, the, um, to tie back to the Calliope music thing that you're like, I wonder, oh, I was wondering why it was good, if it was going to go somewhere. Uh, when he gets out uh, into the main field, there's just a line of people almost in a daze, and the clapping music is droning even harder. So it's almost like it is actually like keep, basically keeping the parents uh, like, um, like, like, like contained or basically keeping them like imprisoned or like enthralled, mm-hmm. so that they can just like take them and like process them through the tent <laughs> into the uh, the blood tent. Yeah. There is some sort of magic shit going Obviously, on. Obviously, yeah. There's some because of- like. Um... When Ryan's out and Big's like, "How'd you get out? Come here." And he's like, "Okay," yeah. <laughs> and he says that like he, he doesn't know where. Like, I don't know why I just walked towards him, but I did. Yeah, yeah. It's a good. Uh, it's again. It's, uh, I mean, some people might call it a cop out, but also it's a good ex- excuse as to why like a character is just doing something for no reason. When you acknowledge it, it's in the story. It's like okay, that actually comes off believable. Yeah, like if that didn't happen, you'd be like, "Why? Then, is, why?" Well, that, but also. The entire thing could be just mundane. Yeah. But because that one little thing happened, there's some sort of situation going on where yeah, it's I mean, not normal. There's also hints throughout the story, like like how this place just like a ma- like appeared overnight. Like no one no one saw this thing, like the circus pop up, or like oh, no one saw like and the the advertisement just appeared out of nowhere. Now those ones can be explained in that, like again, just like a quick like basically the circus troop just like are really efficient. <laughs> Yeah, but they already like, had all the flyers printed out to like nail on the exactly just to pop up everywhere, mm-hmm. or just like go door to door, just like in the middle of the night, just like drop them off at uh, at people's like doorsteps. Yeah, but um, and again, like again, like the the uh, the clown like just vanishing at the at the end and like stuff like that. It's all kind. It can all kind of like fall into like, that extraordinary, not supernatural, but that part here, like the, the commanding um uh like voice and stuff like that. You might be able to counter that, like, oh well, if he has a comm- if somebody's intimidating enough, then like, yeah, you can basically like just uh, like that's true. Make somebody forget that they have free will. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, there's 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 a a knife's edge here between extraordinary circumstances and supernatural circumstances. Mm-hmm. Unintentional pun too. 
Because there's knives in this. Oh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. (laughs) He uses knives. Yeah. And that's the end of my actual thoughts. All right. Until we get to final thoughts. And then we're on to Gamer in Yellow. Mm-hmm. With his yellow highlighted dots. <laughs> that's the grammar in yellow. No, that's 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 the grammar in the English oh, yes. stuff. But like, this I don't the, have a special name for my notes. That's why I was saying highlighted dots. Because like, oh, this is a highlight. So like, oh, this is what you like highlighted, like to take note of. But that's what the grammar in yellow is. Stuff I've gone over with my highlighter. Ah, shit. <laughs> I use a different shade of yellow for the other ones. Yes. <laughs> you use yellow green. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one's just a little note. Um, just when I'm finding out that the kid's name is Marcus, in my head, can I'm like what the brother's name was? I was trying the whole the whole time. Oh. <laughs> that's why. I, okay, uh, full disclosure. That's why I, I used the brother or oh. his younger brothers of that the whole time because I like I, when I was doing the run when I was writing up the jot notes for the rundown. I was like, what the fuck was the brother's name? Oh, it's not important. It's not worth it. <laughs> just look it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was just okay. That's what it was. Marcus was the yeah. Name. It stuck in my head because I imagined him as a baby Marcus Phoenix. <laughs> same. <laughs> <laughs> like with the the skull cap and everything, yeah, you know. <laughs> so that's the last name until our, their last name is, is is actually said. <laughs> yep, but it's actually pretty early on. Like it's actually yeah, at I mean, the point where like the parents come to the stage. Yeah, but yeah, the mention of Marcus's name was way before that. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then um, later on after he's captured and everything, um, from behind the curtains, Melody. Uh, the singer emerged with a ladder. Expression on her face was one of disgust. Um, essentially, giving him the ladder so he can go paint. Yeah. And uh, Big, uh, we'll say thank you then, is what uh, Big snaps to him. And the other brother, what's his name? Uh, Ryan. Ryan. Um, he's just like, thank you. It's like because he's stuttering because he's nervous. Yeah. But it's kind of weird that Big snapped at him because he was literally just doing as he's told. Because earlier, he's like, Come with me and don't speak unless you're spoken to. He was not spoken to. So yeah, but he also wants to be like also like again. He's kind of a deranged clown, so he's like, be polite. Yeah, I like, yeah. He's still being a dick though. Yeah, even more on top of killing everyone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Blood. <laughs> Violence on TV is okay as long as you don't change any. Like, don't change your. Uh, as long as you don't say any naughty words. Exactly. Oh, I was gonna. Tr- I was trying to switch it up to not be that because that, that had no reason. I'll stop. <laughs> It was a South Park reference, though. You love doing those. Uh, I really don't. You do them all the time, though. <laughs> By accident. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Then this next one, uh, boy, get over here, please. Big Top demanded. Boy. Yep. I shot up. Then in my uh, in my brain, I stopped for a second because I heard I shot up and killed Big Top with a gun that I stole from the counter of the prison. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I see. Matter. See, I went a different way. It's like I shot up. <laughs> oh, just jumped, <laughs> just leaps into the air, mm-hmm. and then I went a completely different way because I shot up is doing drugs. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Like, what? He's <laughs> like putting heroin in his veins. <laughs> totally. And then later on, uh, Big shot his eyes up at me and hit me square in the face, knocking me off the ladder while I was panning from. <laughs> Boy's eyes talk. <laughs> and then retract back into his head. It's like fucking uh, what was it Von Doom from uh from uh from Roger Rabbit? Yeah. I was like Yeah, basically. Just dagger eyes. There's a second Roger Rabbit reference. Yeah. And then when they run away. As we were running, Melody pulled some matches from her pocket 
and a matchbox. She lit them and threw them at the fence by the entrance gate. Fire engulfed the wooden fence and big storm through the gates. That's some highly <laughs> flammable wood there. Yeah. I hope she, like, soaked it in gas before that, <laughs> she maybe. She soaked it in kerosene. Yeah, like, shit. She's been, playing matches. <laughs> She's been playing this for a couple of weeks now. <laughs> Apparently. No, it... I figured it out. Did you? Did yes. you really? Tell so, me about it. So, but Big Top isn't killing people. He's killing robots. So the blood is actually oil. Oh. We do... Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're going to believe him for a half a second. Like, wait, I actually know they're not. Yeah. Red I, I was, oil. I was, was going to buy into this, like, into this uh, headcanon. I was like, no. <laughs> no, you. <laughs> Been moving on. Yes. My last one. Um, we, we went into the fields in front of us, the turbine fields. The fire was blazing now. It had reached the tent. That's when I noticed there were children. And you should have noticed that you haven't found your parents yet, and they might be burning alive right now. Yep. <laughs> like, it's assumed I'm that they're dead. I'm kind but... of surprised that he didn't know, see, like, his parents among the ones that were hooked up in the uh, tent. Like, he didn't just see them. Because I'm surprised, like, it didn't go that horrific. Yeah, I figured that he was going to bring in one of his parents. Yeah. But, no. We never really kind of get that. So, they're, they're, they're burnt, they burned alive. As far as we know. Well, no, Big says. Hmm? At the end. Oh, he killed them? He said he fed them to the tigers. Like, oh, hours ago. Gotcha. Like, before right. he even woke up. You're right, yep. yeah. So that's why their bodies And then seen. butchered the tigers. Or that one he butchered tiger. one tiger. Yeah, there might be others. I mean, yeah, we don't know what happened to the elephants or the ringmaster or some of the other lackeys. Oh, yeah. There's just, there's just like, two people that are, uh, like, uh, after that. Uh, like, after the, uh, after he blacks out. You know what I'm saying? Like... I mean, maybe the ringmaster was Biggs, like just not clown, not as a clown. But maybe like, it's kind of weird, yeah. That there's only like there, there were assumedly other employees and other performers going they on. Went, they all yeah. went home. Yeah, I it's been a couple it, hours. Yeah, I guess that could be it. Yeah, this is after closing time. Yeah, right? and and so. they're completely oblivious as to what's going on, except for Melody, who was blackmailed the whole time for this. Because <laughs> I guess he needed at least one assistant. Yep. And that's all we got for actual notes. Okay. Well, on to final thoughts then. So, as far as this is on its own, um, there's a fair amount of gore, though nothing overly described. Like, organs and viscera aren't just flying around willy-nilly in, like, super graphic, like, descriptions. It's just really a lot of blood and some death. Like, it's pretty it's pretty tame in terms of its, like, showing of gore and such. There's just a lot of blood. There's a dead big kitty cat, though. Yeah, I mean, but we're never. It's not. We don't get like full description, like gore porn stuff. It's just. It's a dead. It's saying it's like lacerated was... with like flies all over it and shit. Yeah, that's fine. He's so desensitized. Yeah, that's that's perfectly fine for a gore hound. Um, and um, again, like the blood, like all the blood and some of that that's in this is actually really narr- is narratively like plotted because it's a narrative device because as it is both what the clown craves, but also his weakness. Mm-hmm. Which, actually, I really enjoyed that week, that, that, that zinger at the end there. Yeah. Um, the, there's, there's moments of this story that feel a little too dream logic-y, or at least paraphrased, to keep the action nonstop. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some edits could be done to pace it better. Just like, again, some of those jot note, st- uh, like jot note um, sentences we mentioned. Uh, and there's some... Again, like I, I, I'm not sure if this is the case, as obviously because I don't know the author, but I feel like this 
from my own experience, I feel like this was derived from a dream that the person had. And then they just used that uh, and like maybe edit a little bit. But you need to edit a little bit more just to kind of get rid of some of that dream logic eccentricities. Unless you want to go full David Lynch and just don't explain your dream logic. Uh, which, you know what? All the power to you. Because if you have that kind of vision, that's uh, go for that. Um, I did enjoy the arc Melody had, as I mentioned before. Uh, and the twist that Ryan possibly became a killer... Or became the new killer clown at the end. Like at least that's the kind of thing I took from it. Yeah. Um, is kind of is is actually really like I liked the I liked this origin story. If this is if this is in fact like the origin of uh, of a new killer, mm-hmm. like I I kind of like that. I'm looking I'm looking forward to reading the next one to see how poorly I've misinterpreted the origin and or this prequel <laughs> story into the next one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, while a little predictable, um, it wasn't bad. And certainly not the worst origin story of a killer that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Does it involve bleach? Yep. Yeah. Or just the kittens. What? Uh, there's a, a meme online that Jeff the Killer is like, or the, like people when people refer to JTK, JTK or Jeff the Killer, they call it just the kittens. <laughs> nice. um, so, and. The story itself, like the plot and like what's going on in the story, it's it's almost fantastical or surreal in what happens. And I think if you want to make a memorable monster of this kind, that's the way to go. Like that's the way you you do it. You don't like because um, if you make it too ordinary, it can get really dark really quick. Whereas if you add like a, a flare of like surreal and like a flare of like the fantastical to it, it gives the audience a little bit more spectacle than just a gritty dark killer like thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not always why. Well, that's not always why I'm here for uh, when it comes to um, like creep pastas that deal with killers. Uh, like I said, felt ver- uh, so basically it felt like a Lynchian slasher flick, and. With a little, with a little like trappings of like hostile and soft mixed in, because of like again like the cut, the not quite gore porn, but like lots of blood. Um. So, bottom line, it needs some work, uh, as with many works. But if you like semi surreal horror with clowns and gore, you may like this. Uh, so I recommend, and I'm curious as to what happens in the next story. So. And that is my final thoughts. Mikey, these stands for you. What are your final <sighs> recommendations and thoughts? All right. Well, mine is a partial recommendation. Uh, it was an interesting story, but... Sorry, did you say it was an interesting story? It was or story? was not? Yeah, it, it was. Sounds like you said... Uh, <laughs> apparently, we, we have, we're having a little bit of a, like a voice talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> voice talk thing. <laughs> Two words. Well, we English good. <laughs> God, real good. Yeah. Uh, but the part that I didn't really care for because it seems like it sort of escalated too far was Ryan becoming evil at the end. In I mean, the police yeah, report. I kind of saw it, like, but yeah, I, I went nuts. Well, but I didn't see that really happening in him becoming big top or whatever. Like the reasoning right. behind it, because why would he be something that he's scared of? Yeah, like yeah, there was some kind of like I mean, he there is like that instance right at the end, like before the police report, where he he apparently just passes out at the same time as as Big Top dies. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of like came out of nowhere. 
Yeah. But it was the hint as to like that something there's some kind of connection. But yeah, there's no real other connection between them. Like there's no like hinting at like Big Top like saying anything like while he's like working and like painting with the blood. Like I feel like there should yeah I I kind of agree with you a little bit. Like I feel like there should have been some kind of hint mid mid story that like mm-hmm. show that like he was starting to get a little like unhinged by the whole matter. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, or like something through the story where it it. Shows it, it can be looked back in hindsight and be like, oh, that's when he started the possession. Yeah. Like, yeah. if he dipped his finger in blood and, like, touched it to his forehead or something like, like that oh, to, like... You're red. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If he did something. Yeah. But the the way it is, it just seems oh. almost like it's shoehorned in for it being a prequel. Yeah. Also, yeah, I actually think it would be really cool if, like... Uh, this would also be really disturbing if Red like takes some blood and just smears a smile onto onto um, uh, onto uh, Ryan's face, like that might be the like all you need to like show that there's a, some kind of connection or something like that because he's suddenly like now he's got a red face like red smiley face like a clown, mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. he's marked basically. Yeah. yeah, I think that would actually be a nice touch in that midsection. That's and that might yeah. all be all you need. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. uh, for me, there was a complete disconnect. As to, like, like, why he's a killer outside. Yeah. Of, like, oh, this is a really crazy thing that happened. And now uh, I'm just going to say that, like, he this event traumatized him enough to make him the next killer, the, the next villain or killer. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, can, I can see where you're coming from with that. I don't think it's just straight the, the trauma. It had to have been he's there's possessed. Some, yeah, there's some mm-hmm. kind of possession or something. Yeah. I, at least I that's where I went, like, at the end, because yeah. they never found the clown. Like, the clown vanished. So, yeah. obviously, it was either some kind of spirit... That man that is possessed is now possessing Ryan, or it like disintegrated or dissolved when it when its power was transferred over to Ryan. Yeah, mm-hmm. like maybe he's been inhabiting a body for like hundreds of years. So just and dusted. then it just dusted immediately. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the reason that um, Ryan's like spouting the big gibberish. top stuff gibberish, yeah. but then he breaks out. It's like his body fighting it temporarily, yeah. but then he loses the fight and gets taken over. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So, partial recommendation then? Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, I'd uh, I'd recommend it. I like the origin story. It's riddled with little grammar issues all through it, as yeah. we saw. Mm-hmm. A lot of tiny sentences that could be put together into bigger ones and uh, little typos, but nothing too major. You know, it's not. It wasn't enough of a. There weren't enough speed bumps to really slow down my enjoyment of it. Yeah, I mean, there, a lot of the stuff I was bringing up. Like as I sit here in the nitpick nook alone, mm-hmm. uh, was a lot of nitpicks. Uh, like it's not really like big stuff that like broke the game or broke the story. Yeah. Like, would you say that you quite liked it? <laughs> you quiet liked it. I, yeah, I would have to quiet like it. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Nice comeback there, Mikey. Nice. Nice callback. Sorry. <laughs> Just <laughs> all manner of audio acquisitions here. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I liked it. Um, I'm curious to see how it's going to go. Because we came up with multiple ways it could potentially go in the sequel? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's supposed it's to be a sequel, sequel, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I guess we'll find that out in a couple of weeks. Because I'll, I'll probably like schedule in... Uh, uh, we got a few things kind of hammered down for like certain things that are happening. Like, see, like spring's coming up soon. So I think the next one's probably going to be uh, a spring-related uh, story. Uh, and then I think maybe after that or the next one, um, we'll uh, we'll do the the sequel. Can they really be that scary? What springs? They just like compress and they 
Go back out. Well, that has been a <laughs> uh, If you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below. We're there. <laughs> uh, this, if you like what you heard, if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below. It's posted with it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, you can also send us emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also send us suggestions for creep bosses that you'd like us to discuss on the show. Or SCPs, or Reddit no-sleeps or stay-awakes. Any kind of stories that are creepy, horror-related, and are on the internet. Um, you can also get in touch with us on Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the E stands for evil. The gamer in yellow is you know I'm not gonna say gamer in yellow. I'm I'm too pissed off at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the gamer in yellow is at the gamer in yellow, but without that W, because his name is too goddamn long. Uh, and I'm at Review Cultist. Um, if you'd like to help support the show, uh, you can go to Patreon, look up Dante Ray Mortis, and select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have five dollar, two dollar tier. We're you can check out extra content, early access, and special episodes. Uh, to our patrons that are helping support the show, as always, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. To listeners of the show and to the authors of these stories, thank you guys immensely. Because without your listenership, we wouldn't have much of a show. And without your stories and authorships, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Um, and I'd be sad. And if you'd like to go to Redbubble and check out some merchandise of our logo, you can get it on a clock, a shower curtain, or a t-shirt, I guess, if you want to be normal about it, <laughs> uh, as well as stickers and, and all those fun little merchandise things. Um, also, we have a new podcast, uh, a actual play podcast, where we run games and campaigns of Shadowrun and other games that we've been running for the last seven to ten years um, that I pull from the the dusty old hard drive. Um, it's called One Less Die, and it is a Shadowrun and gaming actual play podcast. So you can go check it out there on Podbean or any podcasting streaming service, I believe. Anyway, um, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm out of here. <clears throat> and this has been Aldente Rigamortis in a yellowless world. Ah. <sighs> Sleep well. This is episode 303, maybe? I don't know. I'll double check because it's been... We, we have so, we have, looked at me. <laughs> Which is also true. <laughs> Why are we here? <laughs> Why is anyone here? It's one of life's great memories. <laughs> Damn it.
fucking nailing it today. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, 